Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in your everyday life. Hey, everyone. Glad to have you with us. I'm Pastor David here with Liz Jones and Pastor Bob Wilk. How there. And we will begin (laughs) our podcast today. (laughs) What just happened? I missed that. He said, how there. Oh, how there. Okay. How now, brown cow? (laughs) The skeleton took a shower. Okay, we got our voices ready. We got our tongues untied. Talking we're about our first that. He's ready, people. ready for this. Oh my goodness, ready. ready for this new year. New beginning new time. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the new year. Turning over a new leaf. Turning over a new leaf. Oh, nice. All the expressions that we want to think of um, nice. and what it means for us as disciples of Christ. Or does oh, it? Does, does it, it mean anything? I don't know. Does, does God does care about the new year? Anything? He doesn't celebrate new things. Oh, he doesn't? No. Okay. Does he do new things? It's kind of he all about the old stuff. He, that makes, he keeps everything old, according to the <laughs> Revelation, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, he does make all things new. That's oh, yeah, that's right. That's what he actually that's says. Good point. Um, why do you think people love the new year, Liz? Because they are delusional. No. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, they could be. People love a fresh start, yeah, they and they do. love the thought of a fresh start, I would say there. I think there's a lot of... Um, hope. I think there's a lot of over, um, overhyped hope <laughs> over <laughs> about hyped the new hope. year. It's like, okay, oh. starting January one, I'm going to get my life together. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to do all the things that I should have been doing. I'm not going to have this in my life anymore. It's like, I don't know. It just sets a marker. I think maybe for people, Yeah, uh-huh. people need a starting place. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, let's make it that day. Yeah. And Reset like button. The, the concept Reset, of, a, yes. of a whole new year with mm-hmm. no mistakes in it. A whole new world. <laughs> I don't have the voice right now to sing that. I probably should never even sing it, but yeah, it harkens back to that. You can come you back should, when you have a voice and sing okay. it for us. I think you should <laughs> sing this entire time, actually. Dazzling place I never knew. Um, should we be mocking it? Is, it? is it good? Is it good to set goals, Pastor Bob? Is it good to have resolutions for the new year? No, no, no. Really. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually think it's, uh, you know, it does give, I think it really connects people to how God is with us. Mm. Like we were kidding around earlier, like revelation yeah. when he says he makes all things new. Well, the, the, the hope, the possibility is that you get a start, yeah. a new start, which with God, since his, like his mercies are renewed every morning. Yeah. I mean, Great. So we have we need a celebration day to remember that. But the reality is for us, every day is that. Wow. Every day mm. is a is every a, day is a new year. Is yeah, a new time, a new beginning mm. with God. If you will tap into the, the new of God, mm. but if you don't, if you stay locked into your past, uh, condemnation, all those things, there ain't there's no hope. Yeah. Like wow. it's really weird, right? I mean, it's. Wow, did we get serious all of a sudden? All of a sudden, all just of a sudden jumped that. right in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think there's God's idea of the new, which you mentioned he's the God of the new, and he's yeah. the God of restoration. He invented something called a year of jubilee, yes. where it was a complete reset. All mm-hmm. debts were forgiven. All land reverted to the previous inheritor. Um, there was people set free if they were a slave. Yeah. It was a time of complete liberty. And uh, when Jesus died on the cross, he released the year of Jubilee for us anytime, anytime that we approach him by faith. So I I think that's so important to realize that God is able to bring that reset. He's able to bring that, um, that release and redemption. 
Um, but there is something Liz mentioned about like the hype of hope. I, I would call that like right. the world's idea. I like that right. by the way, I would actually, <laughs> I would steal that phrase. Yes. Um, but the world is thinking, they're not so much thinking in terms of godly renewal. They're thinking in terms of just novelty mm-hmm. and novelty is a huge addiction. I mean, I think novelty is probably the hugest addiction. I, I wouldn't say it's the hugest, but it's one of the biggest mm-hmm. addictions that we have in Western civilization. Mm-hmm. What's the newest thing? What's what's the newest menu item at my restaurant? What's the newest right. iPhone? What's the the new, the new, the new? Um, but this obsession with the new mm-hmm. is as old as dirt. Because even back in Acts 17, Paul ran into a group of philosophers that he right. said all they did was sit around and talk about what was new. That yeah. was all that they cared about. Okay. Sounds like a philosopher. Um, how do, how could yeah. you guard yourself against that? Cause I, I think like we get conditioned by our culture to like feed off of something new and actually get energy from it and get like, get inspiration from, Oh, well, it's new. Oh, you know, a new relationship. Oh, a new job. Oh, a new place to live. Oh, a new trip. Oh, okay. Like it's just something new, something that comes up that we like, we live our life based on like a jolt of novelty. Mm. I don't know. I I've, I've prayed about this myself, but I don't know if you guys have any, any thoughts on this. Well, I actually (laughs) think that is a pretty worldly um, approach to life. That's totally against God. If I can put it that way. (laughs) I don't know how I put that because I think that uh, where the, like you said, where the world's perverted it to, because this is why people like, well, you know, I've grown past you now, mm. so we're going to get a divorce. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm moving on, so I don't have to take care of those kids I made. <laughs> right? I mean, this is our world culture. It's I mean, true. it's our, and, um, you know, and, you know, God, I mean, he's like, don't forget the old paths. Amen. Where's the, where's that sure way, that that way? Latch on to that and stick with it because he's a God that, is faithful <laughs> that he stays, even though he makes things new. So there's that possibility, those mm-hmm. promise that of new. He's also requires a steadfastness and a faithfulness and holding on to things. And where the world's perverted is, they've turned all this like he makes all, all things new, and they just jettison everything they don't like or anything they don't want to walk in, and mm-hmm. just like and I don't just say the world, us too as Christians, we you know if we don't like it, we just like yeah. I'm done with that. You know, yeah. we can do one of those Liz things. So she does that. You know, I'm done. With it. <laughs> you know, done. done. And so, uh, but uh, but the reality is that's really where our culture, like you said, has perverted it to. And I think our culture has a hard time with new. Like you were saying, uh, you know, the year of jubilee uh, mm-hmm. for a you know for a, especially a Western culture, trying to understand why everything goes back to everybody else because they you know that once owned it. And well, for the year of Jubilee, that what people don't get is, you know, God was really interested in families and, you know, uh, you know, tribes and Mm -hmm. people maintaining their, who they were and their identity, their heritage, and that, that they didn't want it to be lost. You know, he didn't want that to be lost. And so even in making everything new, he's like, yeah, but we can, we can do the reset if you'd like, um, Mm -hmm. But it was a godly reset. It wasn't weird. It was not, was not unjust. It wasn't like you lost, you know, everything you had just, you know, put your whole life into. You lost. It's not that at all. Right. Like I said, we have a hard time yeah. in our Western culture understanding that completely and what it looks like. But in God's heart, you know, he he's really interested in us, you know, much like he did with his disciples, you know, uh, 
you know, who's going to be the best? Who's going to be the, who's going to have that seat right alongside, you know, and God's like, that's not the way it should be amongst you. You should really, you know, care for each other and love each other's lives and, uh, prefer the other person, if you will. And, um, and in your newness, not lose sight of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of went off on a. Yeah. No, no, I think that makes sense. Yeah. The, the, um, contrasting, like you were talking about, like the novelty of things, where it's like I need this new thing. It's all about what I need to satisfy mm-hmm. my sure. temporary craving, right? Or my temporary um, addiction, or my temporary mm-hmm. desire for something. That's really, it. that's that's what it is, and that's so contrasted with the new in God. Because right. when God is making things new, it's about eternal. Sure. It's about eternal purposes and mm-hmm. His plan and His will and His way. And so, um, I think there's a big difference between like you know, in the worldly concept, which we can really easily bring into Christianity of jumping from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing, just looking for the next fix, looking for the next high, looking for the next uh, inspiration or the next moment of, Mm. you know, bringing my life where my passion is uh, awakened or, you know, it's like we can do that and bring that. That's a very worldly thing because it's Mm. all about feeding me and my emotional um, state but the newness of God is always connected to the, like you were saying, like the the ancient foundational truths, and there's sort of like this steadfastness that su- always supports the new. That the new is always attached to and added on to, mm-hmm. and um, so it's there's a stability there. Yeah. It's not just like, well, I live in the new, so I'm unstable and mm-hmm. I'm all over the place. Like that's not. That's not how God operates. That's not right. the newness of God. That's no. his ways are very, very different. <laughs> well, would God, how many things are new to him? <laughs> right. It's like, that's the, the funny part is we're like trying to explore and like what's the new is and what would God, I mean, he's the eternal God. Right. He's the, I am, mm-hmm. he's the beginning and the end. So there ain't, there isn't a new to him. He right. is. Mm-hmm. And we forget that. And we just, you know, we want to know, like you say, that next thing rather than knowing him more deeply. Right. We just want to know a new thing about him yeah. or a new thing about Christianity or a new thing about our life and the world. And we want to explore a new thing about our psyche and how we think. And those are all interesting things. They're just not, like I said, necessarily eternal things. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I really think that the new in God is a lot about us um, discovering eternal things being having eternal things restored you know like when there's truth restored like we're like oh there's new thing well it's not truth isn't new right (laughs) that's right but it is in the earth when it comes into a moment in time it's new but it is the it's the revelation i believe of truth Mm -hmm. right of an eternal truth and we call that something new um which for us it is something we haven't experienced before but it doesn't mean that it's um i don't know i guess maybe it's the intersection of the eternal and time Yes. Where the eternal pops into time. And <laughs> we're like, oh, something new. Yeah. yeah. Is that weird? That's really, no, it's not yeah. weird at yeah. all. God's <laughs> trying to bring us back to when it was new, when yes. it was in the garden, when it was right. perfect, when well, it was Well, for him, it's always there. new, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's always alive. It's, he's yeah. like, let me bring the life into, mm-hmm. into, yes. each, you know, well, temporal he, place. he loves sure. you the same today as he did when you first met him. Like nothing changed there. So his, his love is not growing. It is. And and so like for us, it's like, Oh no, I just discovered I love God more. It's like, (laughs) that's great. But that's when we, like you said, when you tap into the eternal is a whole different thing. I feel like he should love me more now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
because you've done more for him. <laughs> yeah. You've earned, you've <laughs> earned more of his love, weird. right? No, yeah. because that is a, you know, like you said, when you bring the eternal God, when that, right. when, like I said, I don't think we bring it into it. We, we just tap in and get yeah. a glimpse. And that's what exactly. revelation is. It's that lighting up of, yeah. and all of a sudden, you, you know, we start to see, you know, things the way God sees them. Yeah. And it's a whole it's a whole different uh, ball game then it's and and but like i said we we uh, we we want to form like dates and times and right that's great i mean right. and there's i get that that is god he does yeah. establish times for his things to happen and but it the new part is like god is god is yeah. <laughs> it ain't changing <laughs> it's not changing we might be thinking we are changing what we should probably be thinking is we're changing our maybe our uh, uh our attitude more closely to his mm. but the reality is we ain't getting any better for god because <laughs> <laughs> because he's given us new spirit he's made us perfect spiritually when we receive him and you really can't add to that part yeah Right, we might be able to add to our faith and all those kind of things, but we're not adding to who we are to Him. The relationship's already sealed deal. Yeah, it's not performance based. No, um, and something when I was praying, the Lord was like, a lot of times people in the new year want a new vision of themselves, mm-hmm. and He was challenging me of, hey, why don't you seek a new vision of me? Yeah, why don't you say like all the things that you think you know about me? You know, reexamine those. Good. Seek yeah. fresh revelation. Because yeah. um, I do think there's a place for a resolution and for setting new paths and, and new goals. Mm-hmm. But it's based on what God has already given and what, what he's already created you to be and what he's already said about you and what he's already revealed about himself. And he wants to lead us into that. So there's a place for us to partner with that. Mm-hmm. But in it is a, a desire for his will and a desire like to know, to know him more and to yeah. throw away the things that could be an impediment that you're like, okay, I know how this operates. Like, and this may be a basic point, but it's just a challenge to wipe the slate clean and to say, like, there, there's maybe a way for God to encounter me and for me to encounter God um, that I'm, I might not be expecting, but He has that. Yeah. So there's always new ways that He's even showing His love yeah. to us. Yeah. <laughs> so. I do think that's one of the benefits mm-hmm. of the, or one of, the, yeah, one of the benefits or gifts in the mm-hmm. new year, the concept of new year, mm-hmm. is that. Um, I think it's more about that we are open and positioning ourselves to um, to dream with God, right? To mm-hmm. like what what could the what could the future look like? To know that okay, this may the things that are have been are going behind me. They're coming to a close. Mm-hmm. There, I can put them behind me. I can look forward, mm-hmm. and I can be open to possibilities mm-hmm. that maybe I wasn't open to before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a mm-hmm. a really Awesome. That's a really powerful thing. It's yeah. a little unfortunate, maybe, if it only comes once a year, because <laughs> because that is like just like we we're talking about, like with Christmas. It's like we can relegate it to once a year, but really, those things should be informing us all year long. And this is the same thing, really, with the newness of God. Is that if we are actually open to that at different points throughout the year, mm-hmm. to be able to say, okay, everything that's come before. Is you know, I put it behind and I press toward the mark, right? It's right. like, what does the future look like? What are the possibilities there? Mm-hmm. What do I need um, to repent of in my thinking about who God right. is that are keeping me, that are limited, limiting me or limiting what I think is possible? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, I love the idea of just being able to like 
dream with God yeah. and actually let him put his dreams in us and go beyond um, the limitations, I think, of mm-hmm. just what we think is possible. Yeah, I think he yeah. does want us to put behind us the things that either snared us or kept us or, you know, he wants us obviously to repent from those things, but to yeah. leave them behind. And at the same moment, he doesn't want us to forget our first love. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 The same, it's like, so there's a returning. The new is not in some ways is, or in many ways is not just a leaving. It's mm-hmm. actually a returning to a place mm-hmm. of your first love of the care that, you know, that you, when you first came uh, to him, I love actually when that happens and we've all done that. Um, when you, when you start to like remember again or yeah. revel, have the revelation again, of how he t- how he saved us yeah. and how he cared for us and how he loved us like uh, when we start to tap into that it's like you're there again yeah. you're totally completely there and that's because you're tapped into the eternal like mm-hmm. which is so uh you know uh, turn us again oh god <laughs> right bring yeah. us you know so it, the new is a very interesting thing it's uh, in god it's got this component of the eternal always snapping into it yeah. and and us having to recognize and we don't live in the eternal in our natural lives we live in this sequence time and we've got this happening and that happening and this and that's why we look at you know new year's okay we've got new year's coming it's like why are you waiting to new year's to repent Right. <laughs> like, it's why true. wouldn't you do that today? What happens if you don't make it to New Year? Right. Why is your church waiting for New Year's to start sharing the gospel right. with people? Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it know. sounds good. January first. So. It's like kick yeah. it off. I'm really gonna do it. Yeah. We're gonna do we're it. Do it now. Time. By the by, the flesh. We decided. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. It's good to you know. No, there are a, set times. It's and, a set time. And all of that. And I mean, it's weird to me too. Like how many times in the Bible it says like in the year of this or mm, in this you know month, yes. and it's like God did mark time. He marks he time for right? sure. I mean, yeah. it, that's, so there's something to that yeah. about designated calendar times that were meaningful and important and were actually uh, had an assignment. Well, when you actually think about the feast were designated times of remembrance. Yeah. Right. And I believe that's what they, so they're bringing into your time now Mm -hmm. a remembrance of what God did. Sure. And what the possibility, what he will do. So that's what the feast are all about. So yes, he marks time. And he wants designated times for us to um, to make that time for him, mm-hmm. just like he wants us every day to make some time for him, mm-hmm. you know, and not yeah. miss that component of it. And so, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. <laughs> well, you talked about dreaming with God. I wanted to throw this question yeah. at you guys, and maybe I'll I'll take a stab at it as well. But uh, what's what's been on your hearts for this upcoming year? What's been some things that God's wow. leading you towards? doing or or new passions that he's he's awakening or reawakening in you um how are you following him into the next year yeah, yeah what Bob? do you what do you have there liz <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited for this coming year i i i really am i feel like we've been in this several year long um just kind of push and building of anticipation and um, just in our own home church, but I just, I feel it kind of just in the church wide with other people I talk mm-hmm. to. There's just this anticipation for um, the release of revival, release of this mm-hmm. next move of God. Yes. And I really, 
um, and anticipating in this next calendar year that we are going to see um, the the fruit of of what we've been hoping for and what we believe and what we've been preparing for. That's yeah. actually what's in my heart. I'm yeah. I'm actually really looking forward to this year. You know, personally, I have some things that I've been like praying about and dreaming about for a while and I'm hoping they're <laughs> we're getting there, but it's like, um, because there's been such a preparation. I mean, the, right. I mean like in my personal life, it's been like, okay, get this in place, do this now, get this person ready, do this. It's been like so orderly. And so like God's bitch has been like this general of like getting everyone in their places and get yeah. this su- supplies. And like, and so it's like, every, I feel like everyone's just like ready, got everything in place. And now it's like, we're just waiting for the, the go or something. Yeah. That's what it feels yeah. like to me. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Next year. I, I've felt for the last year or two, maybe a little more even that there's uh, God has been building kind of an infrastructure yeah. um, in, in church. Okay. And when I say church, in the people of God, in our lives and our church, mm-hmm. local church life and the world church life um, and infrastructure has to be in place to be able to handle what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so to me, it's very, uh, it's been that way for quite a while. And I, uh, for this year, I feel like this kind of anticipation, like this is why the infrastructure is in place now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to think in some ways I think, okay, so we're, we're ready for this. Right. And some <laughs> ways I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Right. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm being honest, I'm, yeah. like, but it's exciting. I, mm. So I'm ready to step into it, not knowing if, I'm believing that I'm fully prepared. Matter of fact, I would say that um, that's the thing that keeps people and uh, stops them, prohibits Mm. them. Uh, And I like to talk to some people by the spirit of God right now. And that is the fact that, you know, there's um, you, you can try to feel as prepared as you can be, which is a good thing, but then there's God and he's going to ask you to step into a place in your life this year that uh, is going to require uh, create some crazy faith and some uh, uh, risk, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of maybe strange excitement, or you could draw back from the new. Yeah, you get the opportunity, right? You just get the opportunity to pull back. Uh, that's not always so good with God, but <laughs> you get the opportunity. But uh, I, what I'm feeling is like that's going to happen this year with people, and they're going each individual as well as the corporate body, but individuals will be pressed to that place mm-hmm. where all of a sudden it's like, okay, I promised you this because this is the when uh, I started writing some words down when I started thinking about new beginnings. Mm-hmm. One of those words was promise. Mm-hmm. There's promise that happens with new beginnings. There's possibility. There's something that's happening. And I believe God is bringing us to this place of promise. Yeah. His promise. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, but when you get to that place, you still must step into that place in faith. Yeah. I was thinking about like this, this coming year, what you're talking about reminds yeah. me of the, about the preparation and feeling like, am I prepared? Am I ready? I really believe one of the biggest preparations you can do for what is coming is to decide to be all in mm-hmm. like yeah. completely in because where we're going, like the middle ground is going <laughs> to, I don't know if it's, there's going to be much of it left. There's, <laughs> I mean, really that's what it feels like. It's like, there's like this wave coming and it's like, I'm either in or I'm like tumbled by it or something. I don't know how to, how to express it, but I really, it's like, this is, this is the time like, I, 
you know, any reservations I have, anything I'm trying to hold on to in my life, anything that I'm like trying to just like navigate or like make sure I'm balanced. It's like, this is going to be where we're going, where the Lord's bringing us. It's like, you got to be just give your life completely. That's, that's my sense. Wow. But what are you guys talking about? (laughs) Promise and the new thing. And what are you talking about? Well, in our Just lives, put it plain. like what's it going to be? Like, what do you, what's on your heart? Uh, what are we going to see? For, for me, it's actually affecting uh, leaders globally. Okay. If you want a thing. Yeah. And at the same time, affecting people locally, like intensely in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like the promise of uh, hope, the promise of cleansing, the promise of possibility in their life those Mm -hmm. kinds of things those are that that's we all have that assignment we have these big gigantic eternal assignments and these you know and worldwide assignments but we also have like assignments to people Mm -hmm. you know uh to encourage people to step into their their next yeah and i think we we are commissioned by god to do that and we can take it seriously or not because their new beginning is happening also. It's, and so some of our beginnings may actually be part of bringing someone else into their beginning. Mm-hmm. And so for me, if you're asking that, it's very, it's like that's really clear in my mind how that, it, how it plays out is not, uh, you know, it's not crystal clear, but it's clear that that's, it's established in my heart. Like that's the time you're going into. So here it is. You know, God's like, I hope you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Just die, you'll be ready. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, God's like, hope you're ready because I am. Yeah, right. That's and that's part of what ready. you were saying. The same thing is like, hey, you know, um, it's like the Lee Iacocca thing: lead, follow, or get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> specifics for me, mm-hmm. I, um, I believe I'm really believing and anticipating um, the uh, strong wave of uh, evangelism people. N- unchurched people coming into the church, Mm -hmm. people being saved, Mm -hmm. people returning to the Lord. Um, I really have Mm -hmm. um, a sense of the unifying of churches. Actually, that's like a big thing Mm -hmm. on my, um, in my spirit about the, you know, like where there was the church in Ephesus, there was the church in Corinth, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like there was a unified presence of the church in cities. Um, That's actually something that's really heavy on my heart. And, um, the believing for revival. I know something we've talked about and, you know, you just preached on it in our home church, but the awakening of people to the coming of the Lord, to his, his coming now and preparing for his ultimate return. But, but in a way that's very tangible that, you know, where the word is confirmed with signs, miracles and wonders, people are delivered, lives are transformed and regions are affected. That's actually what I am Mm -hmm. Yeah, I for. love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I believe also there will be awesome. uh, an ex. Now, this is going to be funny. You're going to be like, how's this going to happen? Mm-hmm. I actually believe there's going to be this expansion, if you will, of church at the same time of contraction. Yes. I like, agree. it's kind of weird. Yeah. I, now, I don't know if I have to explain all that, but the reality is, I think there'll be people added to the church at this time and people that'll shake from it. Yes. At the exact same time. Mm-hmm. So it might, you know, as some people looking at numbers and stuff, and there may be great numbers in some areas, but there's going to be this like expansion or influence into areas right. that maybe were 
not maybe, they have been unseen and untouched, maybe returning, maybe just people have never been touched. A, a, like a, a big wave of that. Yeah. Okay. And at the same time, there'll be this contraction, this people pulling back and not like just, and maybe people who have very, um, been very long time walking, walking with God, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden they pull back and just, you know, uh, become lukewarm yeah. or cold mm-hmm. and miss the revival, miss right. the the expansion that God's doing. Because they, okay, so I know that's a really strange <laughs> statement, but at the exact same time, I believe that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or it's, I actually think it's happening now. I actually believe I, we're I, right in I the agree. middle of revival. We just don't now. know it. <laughs> like we haven't, you know, yeah. we don't know how to judge this. We right. don't know. We don't really know what it's supposed to look like because we want to tag it with something that was right. and say, see, that's what revival is. Uh-huh. That's what this new is, this new beginning. And God's like, yeah, that's nice, except I'm doing something new yeah. in this earth. Right. And, and he is. Yeah. He's doing things sovereignly that no no oh. person is making happen. And that's why I'm like, oh. okay, <laughs> he is on the move. And like you said, like we're either on board or we got to get out of the way because, yeah. I mean, he's... He's on the I kept, Every time you said that, I kept hearing, you know, like when the children of Israel will do a Bible <laughs> reference here, but when they came to the promised land, mm. you know, it's like there were, you know, there were most of them were not on board mm. and they died in the wilderness. Yes. Yeah. So there was this, um, you know, God was promising them and delivering on his promise and they pulled away in unbelief, except for a couple yeah. who, you know, represented probably a whole generation and then a whole generation that didn't know God, all of a sudden they're like showing up 40 years later and like receiving the promise yeah. that was actually given that people pulled back in unbelief. And I, like I said, I feel by God, spirit of God, like that's the deal here. That's what's mm-hmm. at stake this year mm-hmm. is that there may be people, there will be people who will draw back in unbelief and God is not pleased with that. The only way to please him is by faith. Yeah. There's no other way to please him. Yeah. And so the in the drawing back and the pulling back, it's the he's the same God, the same way. And for him, that was like, you know, one split second ago, the same way that those people pulled back when they came to their promise, because they in their heart, they just couldn't, it didn't, it didn't add up naturally. Mm-hmm. And God's here today talking to people. Like, hey, this is it. You need to step in and you're going to have to take that land. You're yeah. going to have to take that promise. You're going to have to step into it and do it. And if we will be people that will be like Joshua and Caleb and go, I'm going in, you know, give me my, I want this. We are well able to do this. And that's not a cocky or, you know, you know, big headed thing, but that's a faith thing. That's a believing that God, we are well able because we are with God. Yeah. 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 I think one thing I'm just hearing is like a call to war, like in the spiritual sense, Mm -hmm. um, to put aside some things that are distractions and just completely go all in. Like Liz said, I totally confirm that. And, uh, it's funny I ask, you know, two prophetic people, what's, what's in your heart for next year? (laughs) And I get, you get like two long prophecies about everything that God's going to (laughs) do in the church and, and in the world. But, um, I love it, man. And I, I take inspiration from it and, um, I too want to see God's kingdom move forward, but really want to 
press in more. I've been just getting called by God more and more towards prayer. And, you know, I'll say it publicly mm. for accountability, <laughs> you know, so um, just to give myself to prayer and to be mentored in prayer and to like, to really understand what it is to, to wrestle in the secret places and, and go to that war and not draw back, not be one that says, Oh no, the giants. And, you know, I, you know, I have a comfortable life and I have things set up because um, we have to just drive, drive in on it and learn like there's, there's no real other way uh, to step into a revival than to step into it. There's no other way to step into spiritual warfare than to put on the armor and start fighting <laughs> and hopefully get trained by, by people along the way. Um, but I sense that, that the Lord is, he is shaking the church and he's shaking away the form of church and he's shaking away like what we've understood to be like how church is done. And instead he's, he's re, bringing about his remnant of people that love him with a whole heart and that, that are all about him and his purposes. Cause any other belief system is going to be shattered by the times that we're in. And, you know, you have to be all in or all out it is really one way or the other. Uh, we're moving away in our society from Christianity being like the established religion and being mm -hmm. respectable. It's not really respectable. It's not a respectable thing mm -hmm. to be a servant of God and to believe what the Bible says and to proselytize, to evangelize, to preach the gospel. That's not a respectable, dignified thing, but we need to go after it all the harder because God is still God and he has those promises that you mentioned. And we can be a part of the revival or we, we can just step off the train. But if we step off of it, it's going to keep going. Right. <laughs> We're not going to be able to jump back on. It's going too fast. Like he's starting to ramp up the momentum and the speed. And so I just... You know, one of the things I said in my message was no man can light this fire that we're talking about, mm -hmm. a revival, but we can breathe on it and we can give everything to it. And like this revival is a fire. It will burn away the dross. It is a sword. It will divide. Like it will cut away the things that can't go, right? It will cut things that are not armored <laughs> with the armor of God. Mm -hmm. And so you have to get on the train and breathe on the fire and you can be a part of it or not. And so that takes a renewed focus. It takes a renewed commitment. That's the value, I think, of these resolutions mm -hmm. that people make if they're made in the spirit, if they're made of like, here's what I'm going after in God. Here's what he's shown me to go after. And I will go after it. And hopefully other people will go with me on it, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but we can't guarantee anything. It's right. just like, what has God spoken to you? And maybe for people hearing it right now, like, what has God spoken to you? What has he given you a fire for? What has he given you a desire to glorify him in? what has he challenged you with? You have to go for it. You know, you, you can't put it on other people or you can't wait for a convenient time. That's not going to happen. There's right. not going to be a convenient time. Mm -hmm. If you need to lose a hundred pounds, there's no convenient time for that. You got to do it or you're, you're right. going to die. <laughs> it's right. like, it's, it's time to go. And so like, you actually have to get on that and pursue what God has shown you. And for me, it's pursuing like the fire, like praying for the Lord of the harvest to send laborers to the harvest. I've been an evangelist before. Like I've led teams to evangelize and stuff and I want to see people get saved. I want to see them come in. But the way that happens is through prayer. Yeah. And it, you know, the evangelist in me doesn't really like that and rather just go out and do something. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, you actually have to win the battle in the secret place. Mm -hmm. And the church, a lot of the times we've thought about how to win it in the public forum mm -hmm. and how to actually, Oh, by the way, going on war against the enemy, let's try to stop the supply of evil to our nation. I feel like this is what the church has right. thought. Let's stop the supply of drugs. Let's stop the supply of immorality. Let's stop the supply of, you know, freedoms that people could abuse. 
that's not how you, how you win. It's the demand side. Yeah. <laughs> and that how are you going to affect people's hearts so that they don't want drugs? They don't want prostitution. They don't want pornography. Like, how are you going to suck the, the demand away from the trafficking industry? How are you going to suck the demand away from the gambling industry? You can't do that. That's completely up to God. You have to pray. There's no other way to fight. <laughs> so for me, it's this intense focus on like fight the battle that can be won with the only person that can win it. Yeah. Which is God. And I don't know if that resonates with you guys or mm-hmm. yeah, means sure anything does. to you guys. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. Wow. So, really, if you just <laughs> well, boil, boil it down I, to yeah. a personal level, good. Pastor I wanted Mark. to say, uh, David, also that uh, what one of the other things I'm getting from the Spirit of God is that uh, you could be a bystander in this time, and you can watch that train pull out. Mm-hmm. And and I believe there have been revivals many times over the centuries. And there have been people who've just jumped into it and been and and not just been caught up in it, but like put themselves in it, right? They joined their hearts to it and went with it and became part of the power mm-hmm. of it. And there were people who saw it happen, saw everything that comes with revival, a tremendous, you know, revival of hearts and lives and deliverance and strength and prayer like you said and and uh signs and wonders and miracles they saw it all but they just watched it go mm-hmm. and so they saw the train come into the station yeah. they saw people get on the train and they were just bystanders they were like oh that's nice they're getting oh that's a cool train it's going really <laughs> fast out there and and oh, watched yeah. it leave the station and i would say that it like in my spirit what i get is a warning for people who may be listening to this that you have to be very careful to guard your heart so you don't become a bystander and left at the station watching the train go by. And then yeah. you'd be like, oh, wow, man, I, I missed that. I shouldn't have. Give know. me some of your oil. Yes. <laughs> well, I think, I think that yes. when, we're, you know, when we talk about things like revival, I think sometimes they're going to be like a mindset of like, well, that's, that's for them. Like they need that. Like, okay. Like <laughs> prodigals need revival, right? People who are backslidden need revival. Um, but I, you know, I'm in church and I'm serving the mm-hmm. Lord and I'm, I'm pretty alive. You know what I'm saying? Like right. where we have, we have a pretty healthy church. Like we're moving by the spirit mm-hmm. and the yeah. word of God is preached. And it's yeah. like, sometimes I think it's kind of like, well, um, hmm. maybe we don't, uh, understand the need for revival or recognize it. You know what I mean? Cause things are pretty good, mm-hmm. but I think that there is this place, um, where the spirit of God begins to develop a like a groaning and a yearning for the mm-hmm. more, yeah, and for the the fullness of what it actually means to experience the kingdom of God on the earth. Mm-hmm. And I think you know if if I think this is I guess what I'm saying is I think this contributes to the bystander thing because you mm-hmm. kind of view it like revival is for people who are dead. Right, right. <laughs> revival is for people right. who are yeah. sick or diseased, and it's like, well, I'm. I'm pretty healthy. I don't need revival, but it's like, okay, we, and so then I think you can just kind of your distance yourself from it or yes. kind of set it up as like, well, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. But, um, what I, I'm sensing the spirit of the Lord, like he is creating in, in the church right now, or he's trying to instill or provoke or awaken. I'm trying to find the right word. A, a deep hunger, yes. a mm-hmm. deep desire, a deep, 
deep um, recognition of my lack of of yeah. um, the fullness of righteousness, the fullness of peace, the fullness yeah. of joy, the kingdom of God, and um, and the lack of seeing that as a reality in the earth. Right. And in order to see that as a reality, you know, everybody wants to see people healed. Everybody yes. wants to see people delivered. Everybody wants to see people set free of addiction and free from you know human trafficking. And those yeah. are all the things that we want to see. But I think sometimes where we there's a disconnect as I fail to understand that is directly related to the personal revival in my life. Mm-hmm. Yes. My personal awakening to the identity of Christ in me that I no longer live, but it's Christ in me. And what does Christ in me want to do in this earth? And I guarantee you it is more than work eight hours a day and watch three hours of TV and go to bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's just something he's trying to get us past these places where we've settled into comfortable American Christianity and take us actually into the kingdom of God where um, my life is not my own. My time is not my own. My finances are not my own. If I have, if I wander around like Jesus with no home, like, and I'm preaching the gospel of the kingdom, if that's what he calls me to, like, I, I don't know, but just like taking us past all the things that we thought were, um, acceptable right the, uh, <laughs> yeah. matter of fact i believe the pretty good is a very dangerous place yeah because you can settle right like we're talking you settle on your leash you can be okay nothing's mm-hmm. going to change everything's the same the way it was you can get into that place that and i believe it's you lulled into that yeah. place. peacetime peacetime of comfort you know of just you know everything's good let's not upset this boat okay let's not rock it let's just keep it with let's do everything this year just like we did last year let's just (laughs) put it in place and then we're all comfortable here because this is good and there's no place for holy spirit to jump in and like rock your boat and change you and what happens is in that place of pretty good you lose yearning yes you hear what I'm saying I'm I'm talking to somebody about spirit god I'm maybe talking to us (laughs) you lose yearning for him, uh, like where you just, I gotta have you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, you know, uh, what I got, even though this is good, is not enough. Yes. I want you. I want more of you. Yeah. And that is a, that's a passionate. That's not just an emotional passion. That's a spiritually passionate place to come to God. Where yeah. like I, I don't have anything but you. I, I just want you. You know, and it's not a weird religious place. You know, yeah. where I'm holier than thou, and mm-hmm. I sit in my corner, and I don't. You know, no. <laughs> but it's like no. It's a it's a tangible reality with Him oh, that you're just like so desire like. I, you know, I want you and I want everything that comes out of my life to be part of you and how I affect people. The reality of revival and new beginnings mm-hmm. uh, is because of what, because I've yeah. so grasped you that right. it can't help but flow out of me. Yes. It can't help. It's going to, it's, I'm overflowing with you, God. And that is the, pro, like I said, and I want to warn somebody the comfortable can keep you from that place. Yes. You're just not gonna. You're just not gonna want to desire it. Mm-hmm. You're just not gonna want to just go like, yeah, I want that. Yeah, yeah. When we were, um, I was thinking about this podcast today, and uh, the Lord gave me this uh-huh. scriptures in Second Peter three, um, and He's talking about in the last days. He says that people will become scoffers, right? Mm-hmm. Become skeptics, and because, and so He's saying like, well, where you know everything just continues the same as it's been. Yes. Right. There's no 
there's no real need to like press in anything, a belief or a promise. Like things just keep going. And I, you know, and we can really easily get into that mode, especially if we've been like in the same church for a long time and walking with the Lord for a long time. And it's kind of like, you're like, well, like that's like, they get all excited about that, but we just keep doing what we're doing. And we just, like you're saying, we just do the same thing next year. And we just kind of, live our lives, you know, and, (laughs) but it says that because of that second Peter three, um, verse four, that that you begin to walk after your own lust. Like you begin Mm -hmm. to walk after your own desires because you really don't have anything else to look for. Um, you know, saying where is the promise of his coming for since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from Mm -hmm. the beginning of the creation. And Peter goes on, but down in verse 17, he says, um, beloved, he says, um, Beware of this, that you being led away with the error of the wicked mm-hmm. fall from your own steadfastness. And I, mm. you know, it's like, so he's, you know, you should read that whole chapter cause it's yeah. really good. But yeah. this sense of like, well, just things just keep going and it's just another year. Mm-hmm. And I just keep doing, you know, I've been serving in this for a long time. I do this ministry. I kind of have my things I do and it just kind of continues. Um, He's saying, don't, don't just do things because you have no hope of anything new happening. Right. Right. Like that's actually the error of the, the unbelievers is that they have no hope of God doing anything in the earth. They're not looking for that. They're not positioned for it. And so they just kind of do the things they do and then kind of pursue their own desires in the Mm -hmm. middle of it. And that is the place I'm like, um, the, like the press of the Lord is like, yes, we can, there's a lot of things we want to do. Like, you know, I want to go on vacation. I want to watch TV. I want to do these things. I hang out with my friends. And it's like, all of those things are not bad, but there is this press we're going into in this next season of like the steadfastness of pursuit, the steadfastness of hunger, the steadfastness of yearning and like um, positioning my soul to not be lulled to sleep by all of the good things or even by my own desires or the things that I just want to enjoy my life and live a good, good, you know, live a good life, serve in the church and like be good it's enough. Cool. You know, good. it's good. Like it's great. Well, I think it's, <laughs> I actually do believe you're prophesying by the spirit of God right now too. Like David was saying, and I believe that, um, we are in the last days. Yeah. You know, and I, that might, you know, I'm not trying to scare anybody because you know you should be scared sometimes. <laughs> the uh, but the reality of those last days is it's as in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the mm-hmm. Son of Man be. And people were like really okay with just living. Yeah, they were with stuff. They yeah. weren't. It wasn't you know marrying, giving in marriage. It wasn't all evil. Right. It was okay. That's all. It was just okay. And meanwhile, somebody with this desire, because they've heard from God and this message, like, we got to prepare. Okay, we have to prepare our lives Mm -hmm. and step into that place where we bring action to our beliefs. Yeah, you know, like we 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 yeah. we know we don't just go. Oh yeah, I believe in the train that just left the station. You actually get on the train, and or the so, arc or the the arc. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they have some great arc movies. I like those things. <laughs> I really do. But it's but think about it. It's right. so strange because things are so good. Yeah, like. I mean, I can get on my phone here and order up anything I want. <laughs> like it's just like, you know, seriously, right? I can, you right. know, anything. Yeah. I can be on a plane in, you know, an hour from now to God knows where. You know, it, it's all good. 
everything's just settled and nice. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I was just thinking that there's like, is, so you can get into like the super hype, like I'm going to do everything this year. I'm going to get all together. Right. I'm going to make all these changes. I'm going to change everything about my life. <laughs> right. Yes. At the beginning of the year. Or it doesn't matter. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and it's good enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and then the middle of God is like, yes, there's new, let's dream together, open yourself up to possibility and, and don't get lulled into um, either like just fulfilling the desires of your flesh by the new thing and the new cravings and all of that, or fulfilling the desires of the flesh mm -hmm. by just doing what's comfortable and what you're used to and what you've done. Yeah. And, and, and somewhere in there, there's the Holy spirit that is like putting a groan on the inside of people. Yeah. That is like, man, that is what I sense more than anything else. There's like this groan coming out from the earth and from the spirits of people. And it's like yes. just hungering, like, for the like, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Like that is the thing that is just I don't know. It's like the yeah. burning is starting. I hear that. that. I hear. I, I I've been hearing for a long time, and it's scripture. But you know, uh, turn us again, O God. Mm. You know, cause Thy face to shine on us, like the revelation of You yeah. of this new beginning, and we shall be saved we shall be delivered we shall you know we shall be healed and that you know th so there's a recognition during this time and I, like i said pastor david i believe that there's it comes in prayer and it's not prayer is not just telling god everything you need <laughs> you know i mean yeah. i think we have a weird sense of what prayer is also but we yeah. talk about that sometime but yeah, the, but the reality of just talking with god and hearing from him and um you know, I, I pray during this time that there, you know, people that us first and then people hearing us will will have that desire to turn yeah. and to see the face of God, you know, and hear his voice yeah. more clearly and respond to him mm. during this time and see what the possibility of new could actually be. Yes. Because I believe with mm. the new. And I'll just throw this. I know we're probably going to wrap things up here. I'm sorry, but with the new that there's resurrection. Yes. That there's mm. life. And that's what we need. <laughs> you know, that's what happens when his face shines on us. Yeah. 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 And life could be ugly. Life could be messy. Right. Um, life could be annoying. And I just want to speak to some people listening that you've you've been given this fire that we're talking about mm -hmm. and you've been given this new life and new hope you've been turning towards the lord in the secret place and you found that he already has turned towards you and yeah. you're in love with him and you you call out to him like pastor bob was saying like oh, all i need is you all i need is you i yearn for you and i call on you to be annoying at your church and to be a, pro <laughs> a provoker and to be a yeah. fire starter and to say it's not good enough to not have prayer it's not good enough to not share the gospel. It's not good enough anymore. Mm -hmm. It's a new day. And don't do it disrespectfully. Don't do it in a way that's terrible and non-submissive and just putting those disclaimers out there. But go and be a fire in your church. Go and burn. Go and burn and breathe on that fire mm -hmm. and bring people with you and 
say like, Hey, there is a reset. There is actually a new beginning. There is actually a revival. There is, it's not the way it was anymore. I'm taking a stand for what God's doing now. I'm opening up my heart in a new way. I'm willing to be hurt. I'm willing to take a risk. I'm willing to take a first step because if you wait for other people to do it, it might be too late. And if God's speaking to you, go to your leaders, go to people that you walk with and just begin to bring that fire and begin to bring that groan. And if nobody listens, God is going to listen to you. Continue to go to him in the secret place. Continue to, to get his ear. And in prayer, you're going to melt your heart and your will with God. That's going to be the greatest thing that happens. You're going to melt together with him. And you're going to be able to go to your community in your region with uh, with new revival in your own heart, like Liz said. Because the turning again, the turning again to God's face always precedes the revival. So it's turn us again, Lord. Turn us again, Lord. Will you not revive us again? This is Psalm 85, if you want to read right. it. First, you turn towards him. Then he revives you when you see. When you see how glorious he is. When you see who he is when you see that he's a God of resurrection and that's his heart for your community. So seek the Lord for wisdom and seek other people to give you wisdom, but go and start creating a new season where you're at. That, that would be my encouragement yeah. to them. And I think we have a couple more minutes. Does any, any of you guys have anything or that you'd want to give them? Well, I, I want to give them Liz. I want Liz to uh, pray, prophesy, yeah. whatever over people out there we'll, for, this, we'll for this new beginning. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll Father, you are amazing. Mm -hmm. You are, um, yeah, you do make all things that, new. And so, Lord, we just, we come to you for our lives and for the lives of those who are listening and uh, who are walking. And we ask, Lord, that you would reveal the new. I ask, Lord, for the boldness um, in the hearts of people to dream with you yes. and to open themselves up to your desires for their life, for their families, for their churches, for their communities, for their state and their nation, Lord, and for other nations, God. I, Lord, your dreams, um, I ask, God, that we would receive them and that we would uh, break off limitations and not confine you to what we think is possible and what we think we're capable of, but dare to actually open ourselves up to the possibility that you actually want to supply everything that we need to do it also. And so I just pray for a boldness on the Thank inside you, of the people. I pray for an awakening of uh, their spirit and their soul to come alive to the possibilities of, of the kingdom of God coming in the fullness of power and to coming into places of identity that they um, have hoped for but have not seen yet. And so I thank you, God, that you are um, breaking open. Um, you're breaking up even fallow ground, Lord, the settled places, Lord, mm -hmm. the hardened places, yes, and that you are um, you're reigning on those places, God. And I just pray for a renewal of hope in people to, to look forward, to look forward, to look forward, and to, um, to see with your eyes. And so thank you for them. We bless them in the name of Jesus Christ. And we uh, thank you, God. We thank you that you are leading us on and that you are in the future already waiting for us. You've already walked through this year, Lord. And so we uh, we just follow after you. And thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.